Welcome back to Chronicles of Legends. Uh, don't forget to praise Tiamat for it. Well, our heroes of Frostfire find themselves in Damara, its capital, Hellglobal, as they seek a few things in the Coldlands, a daughter. And to do that, they're going to need an audience with Prince Gareth Dragonsbane, the second. Fourth? The fourth. The fourth. If I said the fourth, the fourth. Yeah. <laughs> scribe you and scribe you. You know, I'll played last time. Uh, and they will have an audience, but not until the next day. But in the morrow, they'll be joining a joust to try to bolster both kin, countrymen, and their troops. Now, before the next morning, though, there's an evening. Is that how time works? Like and subscribe. So, in this evening, they decided to split the party. We're all dead. They're all just going to die. And go separate ways for the night and uh, do a little bit of investigating, interrogating, and just generally having a good time. Maybe. We'll see. Amalia was asked by the princess to accompany her to the opera. <laughs> John and Razor decided to go check out the Warlock Knights camp. Mm, yeah, check out. And Basil decided to go with any Alice as he is going to meet a contact that may know something about Taki. And finally, Vahara decided to go to the. Where'd you go, Vahara? To the gardens. To the gardens, <laughs> to the Menagerie Gardens, gardens uh, to spend the evening. Well. Let's go ahead and roll initiative and see who we get to first. Who's going to die first? Wait, what? I said nothing. Oh, boy. Just 21. Okay. 16. 16. Can I roll for us, Eric? You can, I want everyone to roll. Oh, okay. Yeah, 21, John. You're cool. probably going to go first. Uh, seven. 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 Okay, well, I'm going with John's roll. 15. 15? <laughs> well, we know Basil's not going to roll high. Seven. <laughs> Man, seven. And any Alice? <laughs> I had three. 16. Okay, 16. <laughs> we love you, my friend, but you Okay, are so it looks like uh, Basil and Alice will take the like rear guard of the night. Hey, DM, can I have your dice for a second? Just for a second. Yeah, I have a crit. I've died at crits. <laughs> Just crits. Can I? Yeah, it, it's called, my, it's called the my imagination die. <laughs> okay, so we shall open then with John and Razwar. As night descends upon this very gothic city, and it's, it's still exceptionally chilly outside as the snow and uh, winds blow through the windows a little bit, and, and you're ready to depart. Warlock's Night's Camp is outside the fringes of the city of the west. Now, Razwa, mm. please, I need you to do me one favor. What's that? Uh, don't make me look bad. Mm, that's a tall order. <laughs> I'm sure you can muster it. You're a tall dragon thing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I guess step one is to put a bag over your face. That hurt. That really... I felt that. Right. Right. Right there. Mm -hmm. Well, get over <laughs> it. Let's go. Sounds good. Okay, so we make uh, our way toward um, toward this 
toward the, the encampment where the uh, warlocks are. Yeah, you see, it's pretty distinct. That there's purple fire firelight coming out from their encampment. And you're, right, you're leaving the Citadel. Yes. As you are getting to the main gates of the Citadel on your way out, uh, you see in front of you a green knight, one of your most elite warriors. They wear this iconic green cloak, and there's a twisting dragon in the shape of a G uh, on it, and they're clad in this shining half plate. They wear closed helmets, and use those medieval helmets. Uh, Pair their face, and it gives them anonymity and uh, for their foes. So uh, they salute. Commander Razwar, Sir John, I am Captain Rob Martinez, Green Knight First Division. Yes! <laughs> yes, Captain. Make your report. Well, our familiars informed us that you were coming. Commander, uh, thanks to your timely uh, fallback, our Legion suffered uh, minor casualties, less than we anticipated. However, the combined forces of Tiamat and Thay and the Great Dale are suspiciously quiet, and no sign of that Baylor. Do we have any other intel? Hmm. Well, uh, I do have some good news. Yes. Thanks to the support of Conrad, King of the Dwarves, and a written statement from the ailing king, Dragonsbane. Um, should and the Coldlands Council conclude in good favor, we should count among our ranks the armies of Damara, the rune mages and shamans and demon binders of Narfel, and the druids of Sosal. The demon binders, you say? Mm-hmm. Sounds like we could use a few of those. I suppose. Fight fire with fire and all that. There's one missing on this list. Yes. Care to take it, I guess? Well, Razwar knows all the uh, the armies of this land and the other. <laughs> Do I? <laughs> Sounds like an intelligence roll. <laughs> uh, their encampment is an eye shot from here. Oh! oh a, the warlocks. The warlocks. Right, the warlock knights seem quite hesitant to join or cause citing territory disputes and other such nonsense. Well, there won't be any territory for them to fight over once Tiamat kills every single living thing on the entire continent. And in the multiverse, and so we should be able to knock some sense into them, don't you think, Razwa? I'm gonna do more than that. Yes? I'm gonna put them on the front lines. <sighs> well, while I have no <laughs> judgment of that, um,. Uh, don't you think they'll be a bit hesitant to go? Well, they can face Tiamat, or they can face me. I like your attitude. <laughs> Captain Martinez. Yes. We will handle the warlocks. Thank you. And finally, Prince Dragonsbane, we're not totally sure if he's in our cause yet. Your actions may... Persuade him. Thank you. Commander Razwar, the Green Knights will keep order uh, and the troops in fighting condition. Just send word when you're ready to have us deploy. Good job, Martinez. Keep it up. Thank you. And he bows deeply and salutes. 
walks away. We will speak with you anon. I love you! <laughs> <laughs> okay. So you can head towards the Warlock Night Camp out if you'd like. Yes. All right. You go through the winding city. It's, again, quite cold. Uh, but, and night's already kind of, uh, the moon's already peeking over the horizon while the sun is still out as well. Uh, but it becomes night quite early in the north, in the far north here. Mm. And you go through and exiting the city gates, which you have no problem doing. The camp is about a mile or so away. It just passed the like, open plain of tundra. We must be careful. Why is that? Well, these are powerful mages. And in my current condition, well, you know. There's a problem, we'll deal with it. Surely. How do you approach? Head on, I would say. Yeah, openly. I'm not going to hide, sneak no. in. Okay. You move forward, trudging through the tundra. It's pretty frozen, so you have no problem traversing it. And you approach this encampment, and it looks like it's been, it has thick stone walls kind of all around it in the perimeter. Uh, they've been pretty clearly, been, like earth shaping magic's been used to create uh, kind of a fortification. There's spike with spears in the top, and there's watchtowers loom above with like light spell beacons that kind of scan the area all around uh, and all the warriors and they all were wearing dark uh, armor made of some kind of shimmering metal it looks like uh, and all their helmets have like ram's horns and the entrance is blocked by well you know there's a few guards at the entrance we would speak with the prince of dragon's bane so the Prince of Dragon's Vein uh, is the Prince of Damara. So oh, I should, I should sorry. Have clarified. Sorry, no, fine, I got a little. Fine. Sorry, yeah, you're yeah. Fine, yeah. Okay, so you just start speaking of the leader of this yeah. camp, I guess. Right. Does the leader yeah. have a name that we would know? The prince is gonna maybe change how he feels about us based on. That's right. Yeah, I'm so sorry. Side. Okay, yeah. No, yes. you're good, you're good. <laughs> roll. Um, both of you give me intelligence roll then. Okay. <laughs> I wouldn't. Intelligence roll, you say? Yes. Just straight intelligence. You can add proficiency to it. I mean, you've read your intelligence reports. Five. So, what proficiency then? Five? Just your uh, proficiency bonus. So, seven. Seven? So, 11 total. Oh, 11? Okay. You don't remember. <laughs> you're, you're drawing a bit of a blank. Uh, but, Razor. Late nights. You read it. Well read. And you know that the leader of this campaign right now who speaks for the voice of Telos, which is basically uh, the Warlock Knight's nameless council. Uh, he's known as Ivor Shernan. He's a knight vindicator. He's known as the Grinder. <laughs> what an interesting kind of name. You've come to speak with Ivor. Let us pass. Hey, look over. He's not here right now. We'll Where? have you come back in the morning, please. Where did he go? At the opera. Of course. Well, um, uh, second in command, then? 
We don't have time to go to the opera. They look at each other. We won't be seeing anyone tonight. Thank you for your courtesy and visit. Um... Would you deny the avatar of Ao? And I'm gonna use Minor Illusion to just kind of like have like a flash of like fire sort of like in my eyes and just like, you can like sort of see my dragon head for a moment just manifest around me, but it, it, it kind of streaks across. All right, can I give me a roll for intimidation? Okay, they look at you and uh, I mean, it was the full armor, but they go back and they just kind of put their weapons on their, their hands on their weapons. I'm sorry, you'll have to return. Camp is closed for the evening. Camp is closed. <sighs> I guess we're going to <laughs> fucking opera. <laughs> I'll remember this slight when I talk with your superior later. Ooh. All right, Razzmore, give me intimidation. Come on, Razzmore. Come on, Razzmore. Come on. Scary Raspberry. That's only a 14. Wow. Only a 14? Okay. <laughs> All right, they take their hands off their weapons and say, what would you do in here anyway? Speaking to Razzmore Shaxis, General of the armies that fight against Tiamat. Come here to parlay, and I want to speak with someone now. And one of these troops just looks over and says, Open the gates. And I... Nice. Should have made of metal. That's more like it. They move to the side and put their weapons on their... Hands on their up weapons. Very well, gentlemen. The commander's tent in the middle. Don't stray from the path. Wouldn't dare. And we head in, I'm assuming? Yeah. Yes? Got what we wanted, so let's go. Let's go. Let's All right. Go right on in. As you make your way through, there is... This is surprisingly an empty camp. There's not seemed to much of a presence in here of like soldiers or equipment or much of anything. And it, like it looks bigger from the outside from the perimeter. You get closer and there's a straight shot to, it looks like the commander's tent. There's just ram's horn. Uh, so in this tent, right on the front of it, there's two sort of black goat looking statues. Actually, uh, Actually, question first. Yes. You say there's not a lot of physical presence. Mm -hmm. Is there the tents and structures for there to be a lot of people or is it just just not the people yeah. whatsoever. A little bit of both. So again, it looks like there are there are encampments, but maybe they are for show. Because there's definitely not soldiers around. Hmm. Interesting. To make up for a home. Um, can I uh, Dane if I sense anything magical that would be Hiding additional reinforcements. Oh, I see. Well, just give me an arcade check. Yeah. Or detect. You have detect magic. Uh, yeah. No, I, I do have detect magic. Okay. Uh, is always is actually always active. It's always uh, active. Okay. Well. Yeah. No, I'm almost. Uh, 
almost positive I have it. Yes, it is free. I can cast it for free. That's what it is. So I will cast Detect Magic. All right. Uh, you have detected magic like this before, and it seems to be... It reeks in similarity to... demonic magic. Hmm. In fact, those statues for you, John, uh, based on your schooling, they remind you of the cult of the goat's head, of the goat's head that uh, are dedicated to the demon Orcus. I don't like this, Raswell. Why? There's a stench of something demonic here. Do you know of the god Orcus? Of course. We fight his people all the time. Well, something. something like that <laughs> smells like him. You know, his reeking fat. Just pus that comes out, right? Yeah, Orcus, definitely. Dislike them as we as we may. They're still on our side when it comes to Tiamat. Well, it's not saying much now, is it? Um, forward, into the tent. Let's go. Let's get this over with. There's two guards that turn the sign and let you in. Thank you. And I uh, part the, the drapery. Uh, you open the drapery. Uh, inside, there's no one in here. As you pass through, one of the knights says, the second commander will be here in about 15 minutes. Please have a seat. And the drapes close. And just rattle in the wind a little bit. Certainly. Um, is there any uh, brandy or anything? <laughs> okay, both me a per- perception or investigation. Well, that's not what I'm looking for. Oh, okay. But perception uh, investigation. I don't want to drink. I want to know if there's like, um, what? Like, uh, like any plans just left out on the table. Oh, okay. Any- All right. Yeah. There's a rough hewn desk, uh, and there's lots of trinkets and accoutrements there. But again, it seems like maybe either hastily put together or not as much as you might find a regular kind of especially a commander set. Uh, and there are a few seats to the side with tables and some drinks and glasses. What's your either perception or investigation? Uh, uh, 17. Okay. I don't find it. This is, this person does not drink at all. Like, it's dry. <laughs> just dry. Okay. It's just, it's just water with lemon. Water with lemon. <laughs> all right. So, as, as John goes to hide it himself to ready for this, Razor, you're looking for just anything? Uh, anything that might relate to like their war plans, maps of the area. How carefully like, do you dig through this? Like, I assume you're just going through general things. Are you trying to like move things around to? I don't want anything to be noticeable. So just kind of like whatever's laying on top. Okay. So you begin like anywhere around the desk. You're just searching the whole tent. Or yeah, just the, oh. the whole tent. Okay. So you, because again, the drapes are closed. And you look around a little bit, and there, everything, what you catch, at least observably, is completely on point. Like, there seems to be nothing uh, out of the ordinary. Like, true movement, everything is in line with all of the policies and everything of Damara. Hmm. Raswell? Can I, uh, ask you a 
personal question. Go for it. Do you think there's really a chance we could win? She was defeated before, wasn't she? Yes, but surely she's learned a few things since last time. Well, we either try and win or lose, or we don't try and we just lose. Are you a winner or a loser? (laughs) The most tempestatement ever. I suppose that. uh, Are you a wiener? That makes a lot of sense, my friend. Forgive me, I. My mind is with my daughter. John, are you drinking from a glass? Yes. Okay. The delicious water. As you you, you (laughs) chat uh, with lemon. With lemon. Uh, As you chat and John is drinking, Mm -hmm. you catch a reflection from his glass behind Uh you. You can't tell. It's momentary. Couldn't make out what it was. And you only see it from one side. I guess I will quickly turn around. All right. The reflection, you follow it. You trace it with... We can trace it with the eye of Vecna, actually. You don't see it with the other eye at all. Oh, no. <laughs> uh, and you go, th- you go, and it's right next to the desk. It seems to be like a remnant of a note. Now that you've attuned to it, you can see it. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it looks like it's been burnt with some kind of like distinctive arcane magic. That someone didn't want this note to be found. Uh, but to you, you can kind of piece together what's left of the weave of that magic and the note is sort of there in a metaphysical way. In a metaphysical way? Yes. So, using the Eye of Vecna, I can actually find this note and pick it up? Yeah, well, yes. (laughs) Yes and no. Um, It's there, but not there. Schrodinger's note. I will use my cat-like box powers to pick up the note. All right, uh, John, you don't see anything. Roger, you pick up this note, and it's like it's almost not even there. What is it? This damned eye is showing me something that the warlock obviously hid. Doesn't surprise me that they're hiding something. Well, what does it say? It's very, very short, uh, but it looks like whoever took the time to burn this also made sure that certain things weren't even available in the first place. So it says two, and then it's redacted. It doesn't say redacted, it's just... Okay. It's white out. It says, we are prepared to enact your plan at the joust tomorrow. The Witch King will rise again. From? Redacted. And then the note begins to just break apart into ethereal pieces as you're reading it. Mm. You just caught like the last strands of it. John, you know more about magic. Who's the Witch King? Um, Oh, okay. Arcana or intelligence? I was like, put that 
in jail. <laughs> Get it out of here. I don't know. What's your total? Two. Oh, Don has five. no idea. Not even the magical university of Strixhaven can save him here. He flunked out. That's fine. <laughs> so I'm going to be honest with you, Razwa. Um, <laughs> rings ever so faint a bell from my college days, but I did a lot of pixie dust back then, so it's just great. It's just all a blur. All right, I'm gonna actually step closer to John and whisper to him because mm-hmm. you know there's guards outside the tent flat. Yeah. Um, this note mentions something about them doing something at the joust to bring back the Witch King. Fascinating. That's can't be good. Um, hmm. We must tell the others, and we must be ready for whomever we are about to meet. Just then, the door flaps open. In walks a, a, a what you assume is the second in command, but he just looks like just like the other soldiers. His cape is red instead of black. And um, welcome. Uh, I am the second in command. Your name, soldier. Sergeant uh, Commander Durvin. Commander Durvin, eh? Are you playing with me, child? <clears throat> what is your name and rank? <clears throat> Commander Durvin. He's visibly sweating through his armor. Wow, he has that's armor impressive. Pit, armor pit stains. I was kids like 12. <laughs> He's just three kobolds. How can I help you? What do you know of the war, son? <laughs> what you know war? Of war. Uh, what is it good for? <laughs> <laughs> everything. <laughs> um, Absolutely everything. Well, you know, things have been going okay. As the commander's second commander. Where is your commander? At the opera. When will he be back? Uh, Any time from now till tomorrow. Braswell, I think we need to go to the opera. (laughs) (laughs) Wait, can I offer you a drink? We have water with lemon. (laughs) The other soldiers were like, get in there, kid. (laughs) I'll get study will go on. (laughs) Might as well question while we're here. Uh, Sure. Talk away. Came to talk to your commander, but he's not here. Mm -hmm. We walked through your camp and noticed that there's not really that many people here. Mm -hmm. Where are they? This is everybody. This is it? Mm Mm-hmm. I would know I'm the second in command. (laughs) Raswell, we're wasting our time. This child clearly knows nothing. Wait, you came all the way here. At least let me give you a gift. A gift? Yes. Very well. He walks over the desk and he looks around like he has no idea what the hell is in there. He opens the drawer and... This! I meant to give this to you all. It's a gem-studded, like, belt. I could rock that. Shiny. The commander wanted you all to have this. Please recruit this right. kid. <laughs> what if it's a trap? <laughs> what if the 
the commander's going to be really I grabbed pissed. the belt I can... and I put it on. <laughs> oh, shit. Are you serious? <laughs> yeah, I grabbed oh, the belt you, and I put it on. Uh, you I detect to magic and still No, it's fine. So it's a, um, it's a belt yeah. uh, that's enchanted with like rubies all around, and it has 25 uses of fireball. Oh. Oh. But wait, if don't you if you cast Daddy like No, but it's not it's an item casting. It's not casting. It's an item cast. Oh, But you can't use your you can't use your quicken or anything on it. This guy's gonna be so pissed when he finds his belt going. Belt loophole. Right? Curse belt loophole. Am I the best second in command or what? Let's take it to the old one. You deserve a promotion. To first commander? No. Come with us to the opera. I like your spirit. I can't leave. I'm on toilet. I'm second commanding tonight. <laughs> <laughs> adopt, <laughs> adopt, <laughs> adopt, adopt, adopt. <laughs> <laughs> oh, second in command. I get it. Number two. <laughs> <laughs> Very well. It's been a pleasure, truly. Yes. Razwas, shall we? Fine. Let's get out of here. Are you leaving the camp? Yes. Okay. All right, well, you've acquired some information and a gem belt I just... You happened to grab? <laughs> yeah. I didn't even grab it. Give it to us. <laughs> so five uses of fireball? Yeah, so apparently this is a, a belt from northern slopes of this Galenus area. Um, so somebody threw this belt aside and it exploded and killed a bunch of people. And they, they figured out it was a magical belt, a fireball. Mm. <laughs> well, you, you knew that from school. Well, yeah, I knew about, <laughs> I knew about the cool shit that mattered. <laughs> so. The fashion. So, John, I'll, I'll leave this up to you. Yes. Um... Would we go meet this guy if we can find him? Yes. Do you want to keep the belt on or not? <laughs> He's oh. always going to realize it's his. Oh. Do, Do you want to like make a slight to him or? No, because I can just tell him that his second in command, his number two, gave it to oh, me. Oh man, he's going to be on toilet duty forever. <laughs> <laughs> That's not what he said. Let me think about that one. It's the permanent latrine sergeant. <laughs> okay. We will cut from you both to Amalie, rule of 16. Uh, you are up next. Let me sit up. Okay. You are up next as you enter this, this opera hall. It's Grant. A little dark, but Grant. His ornate chandeliers hanging from the you know, high ceiling, plush red velvet seats to filling his whole auditorium. You really stage just watched the Phantom of the Opera. Are you actually, <laughs> like three days ago. Uh, <laughs> the stage funny. is his masterpiece of engineering. There's already intricate sets set up. Uh, on, you know, on, on the set, there's, the music is already coming out. You know, as a, as a band preps, it's haunting and ethereal. Uh, and all the guests are very well adorned. There's courtiers and there's uh, gowns and capes and all the most. Elegant people of the Coldlands are here. Okay. And uh, you're with the princess mm -hmm. as, as you walk in. She says, Amali. Yes? Usually I get a lot of attention here. Not something you don't like? I'd like to avoid it if possible. All right. Well, we can go straight to our seats if you'd like. We're in the VIP area up top. All right. Well... Here, and I kind of, uh, I'll open my wings a little bit and try okay. to shield her a little bit. Oh, Just you open to... your wings, Oh, and you hear, 
Is that the hero Frostfire oh. Amalia Sky? What? She's oh, more no. beautiful than the Bartels even say! Oh, <laughs> you no. failed. But I heard mm. she single-handedly healed her whole party to defeat the Great Worm Emirates. I... Well... <laughs> <laughs> There's some truth in the tales. Yeah. You're immediately just surrounded oh. uh, by... I'm so Actually, sorry, you, you look down the princess, she's kind of giggling because she, she's not getting attention this time, so it seems Great. like... <laughs> and I kind of look at her and smile and... And she sort of just goes off the side a little bit. Yeah, you're just surrounded by Great. just a whole host Hello, of people. Hello, yeah, thank you, yes. It, it's actually, it's it's mostly young men, but there's also a whole other people, too, so. Hello. Just, just show me your autographs. That's fine here, and I'll start. Thank you, hey, enjoy, enjoy the opera. Okay. Yes, lovely night. Great weather we're having. Uh, I Can like I take to... a selfie? You want me to sit for a portrait now? <laughs> <laughs> no, no, I have a plate of minor image. Oh, sure. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Great. Okay, thank you. Okay. It's fine. <clears throat> All right. So, after a while, are you going to stay and uh, treat Yes, I'll people? try to kind of uh, quickly wave them off. Uh, we'll have to go take our seats. The show's about to start. Okay. Uh, and kind of... Follow. You kind of have to push your way through a crowd. I was kind of... Smith. Okay. Smith. <laughs> my wings. Oh, so, sorry! <laughs> and I kind of make my way up to follow the okay. princess. As you walk, everyone's sort of looking at you and... And goodbye. Okay. So what show are we seeing tonight? Uh, oh, there's a Fall of Tiamat. Oh, that's right. You didn't tell me. I'm so sorry. Yes. Fall good show. of Tiamat. That's right. You didn't tell me that. Oh. <laughs> uh, I actually... Believe it or not. So, um, I, I was raised in a temple in Redlock, and um, every so often there were the. And we all kind of sit down. Yeah, sit just, down. You know. And there's um, servants to bring all sorts of like the most delicious of wines or anything you could ask for. And lemon water. Uh, <laughs> that's from the Warlock Nights. Boy, there you go. Thank, just, yeah, thank just you. Like right. No, no, no. I'm, I'm fine. Thank okay. you. Thank you. Um, just, oh, yes. Oh, when I was a child at the. Um, Anyways, the temple that I was raised in in Red Dog. Um, sometimes of these groups of, of opera performers or actors would come around and do touring productions. And, and anyways, they would come and do performances for us when I was a child. And it would be about, I was in an all-faiths temple, so they were always about the different gods and, and the stories, lots of parables and, and things of that nature. So anyways, I've always been fond of the arts. That sounds lovely. Yes, I've always lived a sheltered life. I've never had anything like that. Oh, I mean, I, I was still raised in a temple, so I was still quite sheltered. Behera, my friend, who you met, anyway, she... Uh, the rogue? Yes, yes. She she taught me more about the outside world than the, the nuns in the, in the temple did, but... So why do you fight now? Oh. Well, for my family. I see. I wish I could. You know, you... What happens after the fighting is done is peace. And when that moment comes, we need leaders who are strong like you, like your father, like your grandfather, to usher in a new age. So your type of fighting is just as important. I see. Don't let my friend Raz war here. You know. <clears throat> <laughs> <laughs> it's a cough in the audience. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all types of fighting is important, right? I agree. What's it like to be on the front lines? Oh, um, awful. Hmm? Awful. Oh. 
Oh, I'm sorry. Terrible. I asked. Uh, no, I don't mean to bore you. It's it's gruesome. Oh. Mm. And well, <laughs> <laughs> uh, um, I would not fight if we did not have to. And, uh, you know, I'm I uh, I find strength in, in my family, in my friends, in in the goddess that I you know, believe in, and do what I have to do. Probably not the path I would have chosen for myself, but I think fate had other ideas. Mm-hmm. Undoubtedly, your conviction is so strong, Amalia. Thank you. Thank you for coming to the Coldlands. Well, it was mostly selfishly to find my daughter. She missing? Yes. Can we help in any way? She is. Uh, she's being held captive here in the Cordlands. Uh, Sorry. By one of the speakers of the. One of the worms of Tiamat. I can speak with my father, prepare troops, supplies, anything you need. Thank you. Much appreciated. So, truly, Princess, that is. That is the real reason we have come here. I see. Thank you. Anyway, you could have gone anywhere else. Not really. Well, wine? You sound alcoholic. Sure, thank you. <laughs> All right, she poured you some. Some grape juice. <laughs> so I, um, I heard that your grandfather is ill, was he not? Yes, grandfather is ill. Um, my I'm father. sorry to hear that. The prince, he's been ill for some time. Yes. He put in a good word for you, for the Council of the Cold Lands. Oh, yes. But I afraid he doesn't have much longer to live. Well, you know, he will always be with you now. Thank you. Be very proud of the, the young leader you have become. Thank you. My father's in the throne now, and. Yes. He helped unite the cold lands. Mm-hmm. I hope I can live up to his expectations. You will. Just give it time. The Thank more you. you experience, the more you learn. Your people will follow you. Thank you, Amalia. You're welcome. Is there something else you'd like to say? No. No? All right. I just appreciate your company. Yes. I always wanted to be with a hero. Oh. Uh... My grandfather... After my mom passed away, he trained me to fight. Ah, uh, yes. But I never got a chance to. What what kind of weapons did he train you? A sword and a shield. Very good. Classics for a reason. Step, step. Yes. <laughs> um, well, the important thing is you learn to use those weapons and hope that you never use them, right? Understood. So you have them if the moment comes. Be grateful you have not used them. I understand. Seems like he was a good grandfather to you. He was. He's a good man. Ooh, roll perception. All right. Da, 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 da. Uh, 18. 18? Yes. 
you feel a gaze on you. Um. <clears throat> oh, sorry. <laughs> I'm you okay? wrong too. I'm just looking around as I'm like, hey, coffee. Oh. Oh. Thank you. Glasses. Sorry. The wine just. <clears throat> Uh, and you you look back, and then uh, one of the other VIP, this, the side booths, yeah. uh, next to you, it's still a little ways away, uh, but you see a, you, you feel a sort of a haunting presence coming, like someone's like gazing through you. And there's a figure in, in distinctive black ceremonial armor and a helmet adorned with ram's horns, obviously a warlock okay. knight. Yeah. Um, and he's, this, his, his armor is made of this, it looks like iron, but it has this metal-like crystalline substance of questionable origins uh and he wears this elaborate ring uh, made of the same material okay uh and through his helmet there's just a pair of red eyes and they're staring in your direction uh i'm going to make direct eye contact with him okay <clears throat> just stares for a moment and then looks off Who are you looking at? Oh, um, I'll ask. Um, I'm kind of like not a bit. Mm, oh, that man over there. One of the warlocks. Yeah, their commander. Mm. The Night Vindicator. Yeah. Ivor. The grinder, right? Yes. Is your family friendly with the warlocks? Sort of. Well, now you are. Hmm. Back not too long ago, the Witch King ruled over them. Who's that? A man who wanted only death and destruction. Would I recognize the Witch King from any, like... I mean, unless you're a fan of Cold Lands. It's not anybody... Okay, Okay, no. Just like a... a, a ruthless leader of the Cold Lands okay. is your assumption. So was he Vanquish, the Witch King? Yes, my grandfather. Oh. Now, the Uneasy. voice of Telos rules in the Witch King's place. Mm. But right. they're not much better. Mm. Interesting. Thank you. No, I just don't. I do not recognize him. Just be careful. Their power comes from their god, the primordial, Telos, I think. They siphon it like a patron, almost. Interesting. We've met quite a few primordials, you know. Ish. Okay. okay. Yes, excellent. Um, all right, well, um, no, it's good to know. You hear the music begin to die down a little bit. Oh, I think the show is starting. And there's a complete lull as a spotlight goes onto the stage. <laughs> there is applause. And a red-haired halfling, once like the presenter basically, uh, with a suit and top hat, comes forward as you know everyone takes their seats and <clears throat> the lights dim. Welcome, welcome to the Meridian Theater. As we present The Fall of Tiamat, an age-old opera. <laughs> I only did the opera one time. 
brought to you by the Lightsinger Theater of Waterdeep to the charitable courtesy of its owners, Desarina and Sovereignty. This is the story of Tiamat's defeat <laughs> at her temple in the Well of the Dragons in the first Dragon's Fall War. It will be sung entirely in its original written language, Giant. We also have magical subtitles below for all to enjoy. Thanks. I turned to oh, my friend Basil, he speaks Giant. Oh, oh that's fantastic. Yes. I speak 24 languages. Oh. oh. I speak two. <laughs> it's, uh, that's great. Training. Excellent. No, that's what the leader should be. We should be able to converse with all the people. Anyway, <laughs> show starting. All right, and uh, please enjoy the show. And the, the, yes. <laughs> is it every time? Is it every time? No, okay, no, you know better than me. So the curtain is open, and the singers and actors all in period costumes. Uh, period costumes like 10,000 years ago. Uh, some early, early medieval. Uh, and uh, begin, and it's overly long production. I mean, like hours and hours and hours and hours. Uh, it's a beautiful performance, <laughs> though. <laughs> Just many, I'm like many hours to, of like opera. Uh, there comes a, yeah, there's a time that I'm like. <laughs> and the princess, gonna, um, is uh, the princess is awake and, and completely perky the whole time. I'm gonna. Um, must be nice to be young. <laughs> oh or she's kind of, you know, at to the be young and not traumatized by war. <laughs> yeah, there you go. <laughs> yeah, basically. I wish I had minor illusion to cast. So my eyes were still open. eyes. No, I'm just. Amalia, why are you drawing on your face? <laughs> so oh I'm sitting God. there like. You uh, give me a constitution save, actually. Okay. What's the highlight reel? How do they defeat Tiamat? Oh, you want to know? Yeah, sure. Well, you know. No. <laughs> uh, that's a nine. A nine? Near the end, you begin to doze off. <laughs> oh, I missed the part where they win. <laughs> you missed the part where oh, they win. Oh, the Ember Island players. <laughs> but basically, so like, it's a... So four hours later, you sort of wake up. Uh, but you caught you got the gist of the story. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's a it's a tragic tale told from the perspective of the first dragon. This is like a what do they call it? like uh, based on a true story sort of thing. Yeah, it's, it's like that. Okay. Uh, so this is all real lore. So it's the perspective of the first dragon's born ever, uh, Zymor, who was cursed with a magical blindness by a lich, but still he rose up to lead the armies of Bahamut and defeat Nagamot, who was a warm general of Tiamat. But ultimately, he died at her hands in the so-called final battle of the gods. And that's what the opera is about. But Tiamat falls? Tiamat falls, yes. Okay, so I kind of like and wake up, try to. Applause. <laughs> be a very good opera. <laughs> oh! That was lovely! It really was. Yes, I particularly uh, liked the part where Tiamat fell. Is there a scene from Friends where Chandler falls asleep? At the, uh... <laughs> okay. um, I also liked the outfits. <laughs> They're quite elegant. Yes. I wish I could go to the Light Theater, the Light Singer Theater in Waterdeep. Have you been? Uh, I've been to Waterdeep. I have not been to that theater. No, it's a, it was a lovely production. Truthfully, I really enjoyed it. At um, this point, everyone's bowing and, you know. Oh, great. Bravo. <laughs> Bravo. Okay. 
Uh, and I did enjoy it. And then I said, oh, you know, it's kind of long. But it was good. It was good. It was high quality. Very good. I just, you know, it, it, oh, we've done so much traveling and, and we've just had a baby. I understand. Should we head home? Um, I, I believe so. I'm sure my husband is probably waiting for me. Um, unless... Uh, no, no. I, it's late. Uh, yes, I, I probably need to go to bed. Um, I thought it was a lovely performance. Well, next time I'm in Waterdeep, I will see them at the home theater. Okay. So you're heading out then? Um, I, I think so. Uh, okay. I'm not really sure what else I say to a 13 year old. <laughs> <laughs> I think you've like, as much inspiration as I think possible. I'm gonna, I think yeah. I'm she has like 10 <laughs> points of inspiration. <laughs> you make your way out uh, and as you do, because you have a VIP seat, so you can get out before the crowd hits, basically. Oh, yeah, yeah, we'd like to yeah, get our yeah, car you know before traffic hit the traffic. Hit the traffic, yeah, before the traffic gets out there. Uh, uh, and what? Yeah, no, I was just okay. saying. Uh, As you're walking out, uh, you know, the princess is speaking with you. Mm-hmm. And you're almost at the door, mm-hmm. and the princess bumps into somebody and falls. Uh, oh. oh! I'm sorry. Princess, are you all right? Or they help her up? You help her up. And right. as you look up, you see Ivor in front of you. Oh. And I looked to Princess Maya. Did he just bump into you? And he looks down and uh, he nods, My apologies, Your Highness. It's alright. She's fine. You alright, Maya? Yes, I'm fine. Oh. It's all she right. seems a little like tense and a little scared. Okay, well, just um, watch where you're walking, sir. Thank mm. you. Have a good night. And he's with a boot, he stomps in front and just steps in front of wherever you're going. Did you enjoy the opera, Your Highness? She did, but it's a little late. The show was approximately four hours long, uh, so it's time for us to go. And he Thank you, I thought it was lovely. Turns his attention to you. He says, I think the story was a bit of an operatic fantasy. After all, how can you kill what's unkillable? Hmm, interesting. <clears throat> You like the opera. You come often. Sometimes. That's interesting. Uh, so what would you have preferred the ending to be then? I see. I prefer when the heroes all die and the villains win. Oh, that's quite a ball, isn't it? Do you think so? Yes. Why? Well, because... A lot of death and destruction. There's both. At least my way upends the traditional story. So in your ending, Tiamat will survive. The heroes die. Mm-hmm. And who's left with her? Of the main ensemble, right? What actors are left on stage? It matters not. Perhaps probably those the... as... What? Perhaps those that sided with Tiamat. Right. Mm. I'm Amalia Sky, and you are? Sir Ivor. Sir Ivor? He shakes your hand. He's actually quite elegant and gentle. Is he like a humanoid? Of course you can tell. Yeah, no, he's a humanoid, yes. Yeah, okay. he's in full armor. Well, I like this version of the opera. I'm sure. I think most people in here, if not all, besides yourself, did as well. Perhaps. Why did you buy tickets to see it? If you knew what was going to happen based on the title. We are in Damara. 
We're showing our courtesy. Hmm. Will you we be as in you and your warlocks? Yes. Interesting. My husband and a friend of mine were actually going to your camp tonight. I think to meet with you. Is that so? Perhaps I should go speak with them. She ratted us out. <laughs> well, if you and I are already here. Hmm. I think perhaps I shall call it an evening. I'll see if I can catch them on the way. Well, Maya and I were just saying mm -hmm. uh, that we might want to go get another drink. You should join us. I very much appreciate the invitation, but not tonight, I'm afraid. Right, well. We'll see you around? Perhaps at the joust tomorrow. I will be there. Well then. Until later then. I hope you have a pleasant evening, both of you. Your Highness, Sarah Famaliel, and then he poofs. <laughs> like a teleportation spell. Interesting. Uh, sorry. I didn't have much to say. Oh. No, he was an asshole. You don't even say anything. <laughs> <clears throat> uh, we should get you back to the... Back to the castle. Anyways, let's go. Hmm. Okay. What did he... Um... I think... He is not... Uh... One to willingly side with us. <laughs> kind of gathered that. We'll try to convince him in the council. Sure. Ready? Yes. My retinue is waiting. Tomorrow, well, thank you. <clears throat> All right. You head out, and her ensemble of guards is waiting. Mm-hmm. Uh, and there's a carriage after midnight, so it's a pumpkin. <laughs> and then you head back. It's not a pumpkin. Uh, yes, okay. I figured. <laughs> Um, great, I will just kind of sit with her and... All right. And at that point, we're going to go to Vahera, who rolled a 15 initiative and is going to the, the garden, the right? Yes. The garden, the garden. Okay, okay. Um, all right. Here, it's very cold, first of all. I hope you're bundled up. Yes. You are bundled up? Yes. Rip. <laughs> It's a lump of we fur got, walking we got around. Oh, I thought they dumped. They dumped. Yeah. Oh, we got a magical cloak. I thought we got a big old magical cloak. I think they just threw a bunch of cloaks. No, just threw a lot of cloaks. Oh, it's a lot of cloaks. You just like all you see is like just this blob of animal pelts and cloaks walking around. Terrifying. They're all black, so I can blend into. You're kind of like when those kids have those really like puffy outfits on them. Put them in. You're just like yeah. Just hiding in the shadows, a little blob of night. Okay, it, your hair is basically just like a ember or simmer at this right now, uh, but because you're in all the pelts, I'm not going to give you any cold damage. <laughs> <laughs> all the pelts. Oh, like I said the Michelin Man when they people put people. Yeah, belt. I'm saying yeah. like the small kids who have on like the like. <laughs> Can I be wearing any more pelts? <laughs> yep. <laughs> yep. Okay, so. You're, this winter flower garden is essentially what it is. And even though the whole place is draped in, in snow, uh, the 
the blossoms sort of peek through beneath the snow, and this a riot of color and life among the white of the snow. And you can tell the, the flowers are blooming actually, and there's a sweet honey-like scent of like snow bells uh, and other hardy like uh, winter flowers. Um, they are covered in frost in such a way, but 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 still, uh, you know, obviously alive, and they sparkle sort of like jewels all throughout this whole menagerie. It's very beautiful, even even though it's almost uh, dark at this point. So there's a few people around, but given that it's wartime and there's armies around. You know, maybe you see some couples and maybe a family departing, and that's about it. Um, I'm going to look around to see if there's an area that's a little secluded off of the rest with perhaps a bench somewhere to sit. Oh, there's plenty. Yeah, yeah, you can observe. And from here, this menagerie is a little bit uh, in a raised area of the city, so you can see into the tundra beyond. And if you look really, really far north, uh, where the glacier is, you see a bit of an aurora borealis, you think, anyway. Hmm. Lovely. I'm gonna sit down on the bench. Just kind of sit to myself, <clears throat> take my knives out, spin them around in my hands. Okay. Just in your cuffs <laughs> around. Your coat sleeves. <laughs> oh, <yeah. laughs> oh my gosh, you're holding them, like, by the... <laughs> yeah. So, Caecilius was to be Grand Sultan. Don't know if that should fill me with welcome relief or impending dread. Perhaps both. Gods know my father was a monster, but that little cockroach of a creature really be any better for these people? Could I? I have no idea how to be Sultan of anything. Not even a pile of ashes. I've stolen, lied, and slaughtered my way across this continent in the name of a god who could very well be plotting my downfall at this very moment. Definitely is. I raise myself to be smart and quick, stab first, ask questions later. Little of that upbringing will be of any use. I have no desire to govern people, to determine what they can and cannot do assume that kind of responsibility? Hell, I can find every backwards path and hidden great needed to get into the city of Brass but lead it from tyranny? Help it to prosper? I guess that's it, though. I can learn. I have learned. Learn to trust and love and others, and through that love we protect each other. Governing people does not necessarily equate to controlling them, it could mean protecting them. That kind of responsibility is frightening, but an honor. And it is not though as not as though I sit here for lack of ambition. I do have great ambition. To free the peoples of this city from indentured servitude to establish a legitimate means of labor free from incarceration and servitude, and free of shows of force and abuse. What could be more ambitious than that? And could I even come close to achieving it if I refused to bear the burden of a crown? Likely not. But what will that crown cost? 
There's a tab of your shoulder. Left or right? Right. It's a little boy. He's got dark hair, and he looks up, and he says, Are you a bear? <laughs> 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 and you hear his parents say, Shh, over, over here, Johnny. <laughs> no, little one. Just not built for this climate, so to speak. I like your bear. Thank you. Alright, he, he, you know, runs off in a bit of a penguin-like maneuver. Oh, and so young. Sorry. It's alright. Let me say that not waving a knife in their face. <laughs> sorry! <laughs> she was going to say that not waving a knife in their face. So it's no, no worries. <clears throat> okay. Um, you're with your thoughts, and at this point everyone's kind of scampered off. And you, you're looking around, well, you're peeping around, I should say, right? Uh, and you see somewhere in this further off to your left, there's a curated area. It looks like kind of almost circular. And in the middle, you hadn't noticed until just now when the, the moon begins to reflect a little bit, there's a purple flower that stands larger and taller than everything else around. I'm going to go and investigate. Okay. So you have to go into the garden areas. Mm-hmm. Like step into the flower bed? Yeah. Well, you can be careful or you can just... Like... I will choose to be careful. Okay. That's, uh... <laughs> I am a right. guest in this city. <laughs> right, Ignore uh... the signs. <laughs> oh, yeah. There's, I don't know. Don't I walk on the grass. Don't walk on the grass. Yeah. <laughs> so you, you walk around uh, and get to uh, the flower. And again, it's, it's completely crystallized. Uh, but it seems to be becking you somehow. I'm gonna get closer to it. Mm-hmm. Touch it. Explosions. <laughs> you die. <laughs> That's a flower. And suddenly there's a a plume of purple smoke shoots up. And you feel the crackle of magic in the air as this suddenly out of nowhere this towering purple figure appears in front of you. This long silvery hair, this crop beard, and it's dressed in a long robe made of uh, shimmering emerald silk. It doesn't look threatening at all. In fact, it's, they're kind of in, in there. Uh, it looks almost like, I guess, a genie, uh, like, a, like almost like a mythical creature you can imagine. Grandpa genie. What are you? And as you say that, here's what we're gonna call this episode. What? Oh. <laughs> what is this? What is this? All right. No. <laughs> well, thank you for watching. Yeah. yeah. Chronicles of Legends. We'll be back. With more... Oh my goodness. Split party shenanigans. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Nobody's died yet. We're doing good. <laughs> oh yeah, it's true. Knock on wood, Eddie Alice. Okay. Well, thank you for watching. We'll see you next see time. Ya. Subscribe. Yes. See you next time. Leave a comment. <laughs>